Hello and welcome along to the Property Enemy Podcast. I'm your host, Ed McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And today on the show, we're talking about managing the property managers. And this comes from listener of the show, Barry. And Barry said, look, just because you have a property manager, it doesn't mean you can forget about your investment. And he says, I've learned that it's really important to read the inspection reports and it's important to make sure that maintenance work is actually getting done. Monthly statements must be examined. And often there are mistakes about rent not being allocated. So the rent coming into your bank account and the statements that you're getting sent not quite matching up. And look, in the latter half of this episode, we're going to read through an inspection report that I've received from the property manager of a property that I own. But first, I want to hear from you, Andrew, about a specific time where you had a property manager and things didn't go to plan. Long-term listeners of the show will remember I rented out the first property I ever owned by myself and then decided that was a terrible idea. Then I found a property manager and I got referred on to him. Actually, I'll tell you who put me on to him, Liz Harris, who we've spoken about on the show, the largest female property investor in Australasia. And Liz has got a real soft spot for people with checkered pass and always likes to give people a second go. <laughs> Don't say what you're going to say there, Ed. And so I met this guy, I think his name was Nathan from memory. He's probably still on my phone because my phone carries all the logs of everyone. Let's call him after this. I'm pretty sure it was Nathan. And he was from Australia, really nice guy, quite slick. I sent him quite a lot of business just from investors I was working with as a mortgage broker. Sorry to them. And actually... The way I figured this out, that something was going wrong, is because I got a phone call one time from a national bank at the time, and they rang up and said, hey, uh, you missed a mortgage payment. And I thought, have I done that? And they said, there's no money in your account. And I said, well, when was the last payment? It was like two months ago. And so I thought, that's weird. I've been getting rental statements and it says money's going in. I just hadn't checked the account because I was lazy. And probably the thing to remember here is property is a business and you're still responsible for that business. And so, yes, I was being stolen from, it turns out, but actually it was me being stupid enough not to check that my money was going into the bank account that was the real issue here. And it only takes a couple of minute job and no different to a tenant paying it in. You want to make sure that your property manager, that their statement they gave you matches up with what goes into the bank. And again, I'd missed that. And so when the bank rang me and said I missed a mortgage payment, I went to see this guy. Now, he was working out of a leased apartment in a complex where he managed a number of properties. And his car was there and he'd just locked up shop. And as it turns out, he was doing this to a lot of people. And then I cancelled my uh, agreement with him. And then I went to organise the bond to be paid back to the tenants and found out actually it hadn't even been lodged with the tenancy services. And so it was a real issue for me because I trusted someone else to handle that money. Now, I now own a property management firm and I've got a great team that I know does an excellent job, but I still check my statements and I check what goes into the bank account because you have to be responsible for this because if someone were to suddenly take some money then you're not going to know unless you check that. So you check. When you look at your statement, you look at what's come in and think, okay, is that right? And then you look at the expenses that have gone out and make sure you've checked, you validate those as well. There was another property management company that I read about who were making up fictitious 
invoices. And so they were, you know, <laughs> claiming that the dishwasher needed a washer or something. This is the most creative I can be when it comes to maintenance and putting that invoice on every one of them owners expense accounts. So they could claim the expense, pocket yeah, the money a- themselves. A- absolutely. So make sure that that's actually happened. I'd ask for photos and don't be too quick to just approve maintenance as well. That can also be a bit of a danger. I know that property managers, whilst they are, you know, looking after the tenant and making sure that they collect the rent and keep that tenant happy so they stay, they can be a little quick to spend your money sometimes, I've noticed. Yes, yes. Well, it's not their money in many instances. And so perhaps they might be recommending that you spend a bit of maintenance in order to placate a tenant who is requesting a bit more than what might be fair and reasonable in that situation. And I think it is a timely reminder, and thank you, Barry, for sending this through, to talk about these things. Because in the instance you talked about, Andrew, Nathan had taken your bond and put it in his own pocket. Same with, it sounds about two weeks worth of rent, which could be several thousand dollars in this instance. I think I was 2000 dollars out of pocket from memory. I think it must have been three weeks bond and two weeks rent. Which is significant in this instance. So it is important to be checking those statements. It's important as well to check that that bond has actually been lodged. So you might request from your property manager a receipt or, or a confirmation of the lodgement of that bond so you can have the confidence that that has gone through. Now the other thing I want to do, Andrew, is go through this inspection report that I've received for this property in Christchurch, just to go through some of the questions that a first-time investor might have if they're flicking through this. So this was purchased probably about 12 months ago, and one of the things that had been noticed here is that there is some additional cleaning that I would probably want if it was my own home to bring it up to scratch in many instances. And a first-time investor might look at some of this cleaning that I would want done on it and think, well, is this reasonable? So Andrew, this is probably something that a lot of people are thinking. You know, you might read your inspection report, but what is actually reasonable to request from your property manager? Yes, and actually that's a really interesting point because Ed and I were talking off here and he was saying, oh, you know, should I do something about this or just leave it, do you think? And with some older properties that I have, I tend to just leave a bit of this stuff, but you don't want to be a slumlord. You don't want to have tenants living in an unfit environment so that they just treat it like rubbish and then you end up having to deal with bigger issues later. And it can be really easy to gloss over these reports. And again, I'm guilty of this sometimes. You know, if I'm busy, I might flick through, look for anything that's been highlighted. But you do need to look at the pictures and make sure that it is up to your standard. And so what were the things that you noticed there, Ed? So there are things like the bottom of the shower is, in my view quite dirty. It's grubby. I, I would not be happy in that shower. We're both quite clean people though if we can say this as well. But yes, and I think what's probably important is if you think that you have reasonable expectations, and look, I'm sure everybody thinks they are quite reasonable people, then don't be afraid to say something, to shoot something back and be like, oh, there's something there. Now, I should say as well that in the comments on here, it has said that things like the dishwasher and oven need a cleaning, and I absolutely agree with that. That's something I'd picked up on. The other thing that I can see, there's a bit of maintenance that's required, particularly in the bathroom. So there's paint peeling on the roof or the ceiling of that bathroom, and I think that probably says something about ventilation in yes. that instance. Yes, I certainly think that paint coming off is not a very common thing, particularly I know in this unit of yours, Ed, it's not not been long since it's been painted, a couple of years at most. And I think that if paint's peeling, there's a serious ventilation or moisture issue that needs to be dealt with. So that's something that I would want to be investigating further and hope that my property manager points out. And again, in this instance, 
it's my company. They haven't pointed it out. So it's really good to remind them, hey, these kind of things need to be addressed pretty quickly because if there is a serious moisture issue, that can be a lot more significant when you do actually deal with it in a few years' time because you thought, well, the paint's just grubby. And similarly, I mean, not to talk about this company too much, but the recommendation is to repaint the bathroom. The correct, if I can say this, recommendation might be to look at the ventilation that's there so that it doesn't occur in the future. So we could go ahead and repaint that and that might repair the symptom, but not necessarily the underlying cause of that. So that'll be something that I go back and talk to them about. But certainly in this case, this is where you need to think a bit more laterally, be perhaps a bit more involved. And I think this is where Barry's absolutely right, that you just have to have that mindset around it as well. Now, the other thing, though, is that this is quite a slick report as well. Not everybody produces reports like these with set photos every single quarter about every single room, photos inside the dishwasher, photos inside the oven. And so you don't get that from every property manager. Now, what should you do, Andrew, if you're not getting something that's quite substantial every quarter? I think if you are using a property manager, you do need to find someone that actually has this ability to take photos and put this into a neat, tidy report for you. And or if you're in the city, maybe maybe you go along to one of those a year. You know, that's probably overreaching. I wouldn't do that myself because then you can get too involved. You'd be I, out for two weeks exactly, from the office. Yeah, exactly. I'd want to actually see what it's looking like. And um, there are some great systems out there for property managers now that allow you to take video walkthroughs and everything like that. We looked at that during COVID. And so that you can actually see that your eyes and ears, a la your property manager, are seeing what you see and identifying what you see. Because I'll have several property managers that look after my portfolio. One might say, hey, this doesn't need doing. And I'll look at it and say, yes, but we should do that. And then I've got another that will say, hey, we need to do this. And I'll look at it and think, no, we can leave that. That's not a big deal. And similarly, I think the point here is to make sure that you're using a, I suppose, respected property management firm. And what I really mean by that is that they've got systems in place in order to be able to give you such reports and the right reporting. So this one in particular comes from inspectionmanager.com, but I'm sure there are multiple different software tools available to property managers. But as long as you're getting something that's quite robust that allows you to look into these, then that is probably okay. What you probably don't want to be thinking is, gosh, I wish they'd sent me a little bit more about this or a few extra photos around that. But look, Barry, I want to say thank you for sending this in because this is a really good timely reminder to just remember that although this is a hands-off investment, it's not completely hands-off. So you do want to just be really diligent around your property manager and making sure that the reporting they give you is A, correct in terms of those statements, but also the reporting they're giving you is enough as well. Hey, look, let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. It really does help us get the message out to more people. And hey, if you've got a topic idea for us like Barry had, then text us. This is something we just announced at the podcast tour. We have registered a new number and our number is this, 5522. So if you send a text, literally anything to 5522, that will come through to Andrew and I and we'll be able to reply to you whether it's a podcast topic or a question or something, anything. We want to get to know you more. We want this to be a two-way conversation so we're building this community. So pull out your phone, send us a topic idea or, or a text at 5522 and we'll send you a text back. It'll be great to hear from you.
Thanks for listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Ian McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics and insights to help you get the most out of the New Zealand property market. Until next time.